Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. We welcome you to this edition of the Lion's Den University Report. It's our pleasure to travel around the country and interview guests who are dedicated followers of Jesus Christ on our university and college campuses. We believe the Christian faith is still relevant today and has answers to life's most important questions and that the person of Jesus Christ, he was the most important and uh, most significant person that ever lived, the greatest person, and he gave the greatest offer ever given, forgiveness of our sins and eternal life in heaven when we die for those who will put their trust in him. And then that gives us the greatest cause uh, for life uh, to live for is to help uh, build his kingdom and share his love in this world. And so we're glad you joined us for this broadcast. We're interviewing a guest who has a lot of connections here to our flagship station, and that's where we are today. We're not out of town. We're here in State College, Pennsylvania, the site of our flagship station, WTLR. And my guest is familiar to people, though, around the world, Joe Lundberg with AccuWeather. And Joe, welcome to today's broadcast. Well, thank you, Glenn. And we're here uh, right uh, at uh, your alma mater, Penn State University, and uh, you're a meteorologist. Uh, tell us about your uh, uh, studies here at Penn State. When were you here and what uh, studies did you do? Well, it's been quite a while now. It's been 30 years since I graduated high school and I came to Penn State from Connecticut. And I came here not knowing Christ at the time, although at the time I was watching my brother go through a transformation where he had given his life to Christ and he had done a complete 180 in his life. But uh, I came here on the recommendation of uh, a TV meteorologist up in Providence, a guy by the name of John Giorsi. And he said that he'd come to Penn State. And I said, well, if that's where he went, and I kind of idolized him growing up, I said, that's where I'm going to go. So I applied here. It was the only school I applied to living in Connecticut at the time. And I was accepted and ended up getting my meteorology degree back in 1983. Did some graduate work. I did not complete a master's program, but I was here for a couple of years pursuing that and then worked at the university for several years. And uh, now I've been uh, working in State College since 1990 with my degree in meteorology at a firm called AccuWeather. Right, right. And I'm sure a a number of our listeners, uh, many of our listeners probably have heard your name in connection with AccuWeather and their local weather forecast. How does AccuWeather do that? Uh, You're here at State College, and yet you give forecasts um, uh, around the country and even around the world. Well, there's a lot of information that's out there. And obviously, with the uh, explosion of uh, information now available on the Internet, you can get uh, your weather information just about anywhere you want. The National Weather Service collects a lot of the data, like surface research reports, uh, satellite imagery, radar imagery, things of that nature, and uh, makes it available pretty much for anyone to use and to uh, to see. And uh, we'll use that data and gives us an idea of what the weather's like, maybe in Anchorage, Alaska, or in Chicago, or in Dallas, or right here in State College. And uh, we look at that. We look at computer forecasts that are generated down in Washington, D.C., at the university, uh, all across the world. And then we'll compile that information and we'll come up with forecasts for various locations. And we can be basically right in the backyard, even though we're doing it right from here at State College. Right. And that's uh, quite amazing. And uh, and it also surprises people, though, when they hear Joe Lundberg uh, one day in Pennsylvania and then they hear him in uh, New York the next day and, uh, you know, California or Florida on the following day. I've got a number <laughs> of uh, people who have said that very thing that said, wait a minute, I thought I heard you the other day in, you know, in Dallas, but uh, I'm hearing you today in Charlotte. How can that be? 
Right. <laughs> but that, that's how we do it. Yes. Okay. And Penn State has a, a connection to uh, the meteorology field, a strong meteorology department. Well, if you look at the numbers, about a quarter of uh, the practicing meteorologists have their degrees from Penn State. That's an astounding number. And it's still true to this day. And uh, I'm proud to be a Penn State graduate uh, from 1983. And my kids have actually been at, at Penn State as well now. Right. Tremendous. And, of course, uh, we, with our program having our flagship station here in State College, uh, WTLR, uh, we have uh, uh, interviewed a number of the meteorologists that uh, have come out of Penn State. Mm-hmm. And, uh, perhaps uh, one of the most recent ones, uh, Bill Gallus, mm-hmm. uh, who is a professor now of meteorology at Iowa State University and uh, got some notoriety with his uh, uh, cutting-edge research on tornadoes where they uh, built the first uh, tornado simulator uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, got on national television a a number of times with uh, showing those experiments and how well it had done. I remember Bill Gallus from my days uh, at the Campus Fellowship, uh, Alliance Christian Fellowship, uh, so I I do remember Bill well. (laughs) Right, okay. And uh, and then there have been some others as well that have that Penn State connection. Uh, But uh, you uh, studied meteorology here. And you said uh, when you came to Penn State, though, you weren't a Christian. What uh, did God use in your life to bring you to uh, faith in Christ? Well, I mentioned my brother, and I watched the work that God did in his life. I saw him do a complete 180 from somebody that was not looking to the future. He was just living day to day. He would get up, go to work, and then basically he would go out, smoke, and drink, and then go to bed, and then get up the next morning and do the same thing. He just had had no outlook for, for the future, I had no family, just had no reason to do anything other than just do that cycle and repeat it over and over again. And then all of a sudden, he did a 180 in his life uh, through a various set of circumstances, and somebody witnessed to him, and he gave his life to Christ. And all of a sudden, he started reading the Bible. He started going to church. I mean, these were things that were foreign to my brother. And I looked at this, and I was in utter amazement. And I watched, and I watched carefully, but from a distance, even though it was my brother. I just kind of kept quiet about it, but it made me curious. And then after my freshman year at Penn State, uh, it just seemed like I could sense that emptiness in my life. And I gave my life to Christ, and I started going to church that summer with him. It was still probably another three years until the fall of 83, until I really dedicated my life to Christ, and then started going to the campus fellowship on uh, Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, uh, getting involved in a Bible study that was led by uh, somebody from our, our home church, and then going out Sunday nights to the, uh, to the church as well. So I finally just immersed myself, and uh, I've never looked back. Right, right. And uh, the Alliance Christian Fellowship is one of the number of uh, solid evangelical ministries here at Penn State. Uh, I was actually pastor of that for a number of years, mm-hmm. and you were, we were connected at that point, too, a little bit. And uh, uh, then the State College Alliance Church is uh, where you're active uh, and have been active now. Yeah, uh, right now I'm on the uh, worship team and uh, help lead the worship services or as a member of the vocal team for both the uh, contemporary service and for the traditional service. And uh, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun, too. It, uh, it's nice to be uh, God's representative uh, to the congregation. And uh, I look at it as it's not anything about me. It's an opportunity to draw people into God's presence each and every Sunday morning. Right. Okay. And so you're uh, 
work as a meteorologist has given you a lot of exposure and also, I guess, uh, involvement around the country with some uh, Christian opportunities as well. What are some of the doors that have opened up as a result of being a meteorologist and a Christian? Well, I, I get to work with a number of Christian radio stations, and uh, actually one of the uh, w- WTLR, where we're recording this today, is one of the uh, station's network affiliates of the Moody Bible, uh, the Moody Broadcasting Network, and that's based out of Chicago. And their flagship station, WMBI, is one of our clients at AccuWeather. So I give forecasts to them every single day, Monday through Friday, and I'm on the air with them all the time. And I've had an opportunity to go out and interact with them, uh, do some charity raising events for uh, you know with some softball games. I've had an opportunity to do a wonderful uh, set of things there. I've been down in Dallas with a Christian radio station there, KCBI. Uh, we have a station in Lancaster that uh, uh, I, I do their forecast for. Same thing in Asheville. So just in terms of on-air work, uh, I've been op- uh, have had an opportunity to share my faith and uh, be a living testimony there, plus a station down in Baltimore, too, WRBS. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I guess uh, with your expertise in, in the weather, then you're able to uh, speak at uh, – Christian schools and mm-hmm. even here at Penn State from time to time in some of the classes? And it, during the uh, school year, Penn State will, uh, on one day a week, will have uh, kind of like a, it's not really a meteorology seminar, it's it's more like a weather discussion where someone from outside uh, or even someone from the university in the meteorological community will come in and give a talk to the students and about the weather. It might be specifics about what's going on in the weather today, or what the forecast might be like for the central Pennsylvania for the next few days, or it might be bigger interests like uh, the topic of El Nino or La Nina or where big storms are firing up or the potential for a big snowstorm or a big uh, hurricane coming up out of the Gulf of Mexico, things of that nature. And I've been uh, honored to be a part of that rotation over the past uh, several years. Great, great. And uh, also, I guess you've had some experience uh, speaking about your faith in uh, in uh, like uh, maybe prayer breakfast meetings or, mm-hmm. or opportunities like that. And I have. In fact, one of the biggest opportunities came about four and a half years ago. Uh, through my work on a secular radio station up in Anchorage, Alaska, uh, I don't know what I said, but I must have obviously just expressed freely my my profession of faith on air. And then somebody heard that and then started doing some investigating and was reading my biographical sketch and saw that I was active in my local church. And they were looking for a speaker at their prayer breakfast that they have each year up in Anchorage, the mayor's prayer breakfast. So they invited me to come up and Little did I know that I was part of uh, you know, a, a history of people such as uh, Elizabeth Elliot and Cal Thomas, who had also mm. spoken at that breakfast. I'm like, right. they're inviting me <laughs> to come up to speak? But uh, right. uh, that was a great opportunity to uh, speak in front of a, you know, a couple hundred people uh, back in November of ni- uh, 2004. Tremendous, tremendous. So when you get uh, public uh, visibility, sometimes that's a, a negative to be uh, you know in the spotlight, but other times it's an opportunity to uh, share the Christian message that uh, is in your heart? Well, I, I look at it, my position in the field of meteorology, I, I do mostly radio forecasts. I do some on-camera work as well. And I've learned through the years that part of what I do involves being out in the public eye. I can't avoid it. Even though I like to be a behind-the-scenes person, uh, when you're in front of a microphone and people are hearing you or you're in front of a camera and people see you, you can't help but have high visibility. And I've realized that, well, part of that means that you're going to be in public relations, whether you like it or not. So I've learned, rather than shy away from that, to embrace it. And it gives me a form that other people might not have. For instance, it was a station that I have in St. Louis that uh, we picked up uh, several months ago. And it was around uh, the time of Lent. 
And he asked me, so what did you give up for Lent? And I said, I didn't give up anything. He said, well, you know, you, you're a religious person. Uh, don't you believe in that kind of stuff? And I said, well, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. I said it right on the air during the live Q&A. Right. And I had a number of people call me saying, that was a really bold statement. I didn't think anything of it. It's just who I was, and it just came out of our conversation. You know, right. But opportunities like that pop up out of nowhere, and uh, you have to be prepared for them. Fortunately, I was that day. Great, great. Well, that's uh, exciting to hear. And I understand there's one other th- kind of uh, unique thing that's happened in your life that uh, the Lord has led you to in terms of you lost a, a good number of, of uh, pounds uh, and of weight. Uh, I have. In the recent, uh, has that been the last year or two? Or? It's been about four years. I was up mm-hmm. as high as about 270 a number of years ago. And uh, through a friend of church, who is a, a pretty good athlete and a muscular therapist uh, by trade, you know, he said, oh, let's go for a bike ride. And I'd purchased a hybrid bike with kind of uh, wide tires, or probably about an inch and a half wide. And I said, all right, well, let's, let's do that. And then after doing about 15 or 20 miles, I was really gassed. But he said, well, let's do it again next Saturday. And all of a sudden, we had five people out. Then the next Saturday, we had nine. And all of a sudden, we started this you know, little group going. And I kind of liked it. And then as we were meeting, uh, we went out to lunch sometime in the middle of the winter that following year. He said, oh, there's something that was an MS ride that was being sponsored uh, or uh, advertised. And I said, well, we ought to try and do that. Turns out I was the only one that did. But that was really the beginning of the motivation for me to start logging miles. Right. And I, through some interactions with some of the people that we had been riding with, they'd kind of set goals to start riding certain distances. And I said, well, my goodness, if they can do that, why can't I do it over the course of you know, a whole year? And that began my odyssey. And I've had the opportunity to meet some wonderful people and also to witness people that and a whole completely different set of people that I would never otherwise have had contact with. So it's opened up a new uh, a new door uh, of ministry in some ways. Right, right. And it's amazing how God has made us unique, even down to our fingerprints, and then he's given us different gifts and obviously a, a call to meteorology in your mm-hmm. life, uh, but also bicycling now and and uh, opportunities to serve him. Well, my guest uh, for this broadcast has been a, an old friend as well as a, a familiar voice to many. I'm not that uh, old. <laughs> <laughs> right, neither, neither am I. That's right. But uh, uh, Joe Lundberg with uh, AccuWeather, and we're here in State College to the site of uh, our flagship station for the Lion's Den, WTLR and Joe. Thanks so much for joining us for this broadcast. Ben, it's been my pleasure. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Reports. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844 or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.